Yes. As soon as you press record, the cat comes up to the door and says, I, I got some shit to say about that story, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, an update from uh, the cis identity extremist sector. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Um. So a couple's gender reveal started a deadly wildfire. Now they're in trouble. <laughs> like, oh, that's, how, all right, that's the framing. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in 2020, they set off a smoke bomb during a party, and that started the El Dorado fire. The California couple is now facing up to 30 years in prison after igniting one of last year's most devastating wildfires during a gender reveal party that left a firefighter dead. Oh, yeah. Um, is, is California one of those states that has the extra... Um, like the extra harsh penalties for like if you kill a first responder. Oh shit! Cause like because they can add on because like some states have that so they can actually add that onto the charges, right? I'll start looking fine. Yeah, uh, the couple uh, Refugio Manuel Jimenez Jr. and Angela Rene Jimenez have been charged with thirty crimes. Holy crap! Extra charges if you kill a first responder. Um. So they have been charged with 30 crimes, including involuntary manslaughter for the death of 39-year-old Charles Morton, an 18-year 18 18-year 18 firefighting firefighting veteran who was serving uh, as the Hotshot Squad boss. The couple set off a smoke bomb during a gender reveal party in the drought-ridden town of Ukapa. Uh, I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it sparked the El Dorado fire on September 5th, 2020. The fire went on to burn nearly 23,000 acres in Southern California and injured 13 people, burned down five homes and 15 buildings. Holy shit. You wanted someone to know what genitals your baby was going to have so much that you set 23,000 acres of land on fire and burned down five houses? Okay, that uh, that first responder thing isn't um, actually it may be more so that I'm bad at putting in the right search terms. Oh, okay. And I'm not finding anything. Okay, well, yeah. not every state has it. Yeah, they might not not, not in either direction. Okay, yeah, not every state has it. But okay. I was just wondering because that's an excellent way to be like more prison time. Mm. Uh, other charges against the couple include three felony counts of recklessly causing a fire with great bodily injury, four felony counts of recklessly causing a fire to inhabited structures, and 22 misdemeanor counts of recklessly causing fire to property of another, according to county officials. Wait, what if in the prison they became firefighters? I, that would be ironic. <laughs> it would be quite ironic. Don't you think? Yes. And... Actually, they might die if they were firefighters, so, you know. <laughs> it's the circle of death. I kind of, <laughs> yeah. Because I can't remember who was talking about it, but uh, somebody was saying that, like, they're just, because they're inmates, they're just not trained as well, so they just have a significantly higher fatality rate than actual firefighters. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, the couple has pleaded not guilty to the charges, and they have another hearing in September, according to officials. Uh, District Attorney Jason Anderson said at a press conference, quote, you're obviously dealing with lost lives, you're dealing with injured lives, and you're dealing with people's residences that were burned and their land that was burned. That encompasses a lot, not only emotion, but also uh, damage, both financially and psychologically. 
Anderson acknowledged that the investigation took nearly one year, which frustrated the public, especially those affected by the fire. But the El Dorado's sheer size and scope of damage, particularly the loss of Martin's life while he was battling the flames, impacted the timeline. Obviously, he wouldn't have been out there if this hadn't started in the first place. He's fighting a fire that started because of a smoke bomb, said Anderson. Human-caused fires have been proven to be more destructive than naturally sparked fires. Oh, good to know. Uh, according to the American Association for the Advancement of Science, they spread faster and threaten more homes uh, than wildfires that are caused by natural events like lightning, according to the association. So there you go. That's what's going on. Maybe 30 years in prison for doing a gender reveal. Like, well, a gender reveal party? Yes, okay. that started a fire and killed someone and burned down five houses. Well... As conservatives, they did the crime, so they should be happy to do the time. <laughs> you see, because it's all about personal responsibility. Yes. Right? Blue lives yes. matter. Hey, a good job, officers, on arresting those criminals. And, you know, normally I hate the, t the phrase debt to society, because, like, if you do something to me, you owe me, you don't owe society. But in this case, they kind of actually owe society because they burned down 23,000 acres of land and yeah, whatever was on it and got displaced. And not just people, but animals. So, yeah, they actually do owe a debt to society. And you think, um, like, that would be intergenerational, too, right? Because, like, big-ass trees don't grow overnight. And, um... Um, it's California, right? Right. Where there's already um, droughts like a feather mucker. It's really just, it's a fucking desert with Hollywood in it. Yeah. And um, and what little forest land, that's holding moisture in the ground where that forest land is. Mm -hmm. Now wind can just erode that topsoil like a motherfucker now. Yeah. Um, ah, man, I'm a, I, what do they say? You're fun <laughs> at parties? I'm fun at parties. Wow, you must be fun. WineCellarMedia.com, the number one fun place. Uh, <laughs> PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Patreon.com slash WineCellarMedia. Fun. Don't lie to these people and say you're fun. <laughs> podcasting everyone starts podcasting because you should have been recording that should have been recording that <clears throat> all right as the facebook video starts and this one coming from patreon request um off in these times.com where they have politics labor investigations climate black lives matter and coronavirus and on the first attempt of, re of recording this I had to note that it looks like a professional version of what I'm doing. Correct. And that I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember what my tangents were. Oh, uh, you just pointed out all the tabs that were professional, and then you went on a really ra random tangent, as it tends to go in the wine cellar. I. You. Moi. Toi. Fine. As I check my, I did that only to check the decibels again. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, but yeah, like someone involved in this website oh, knows how to tie a tie. That's what that was. What it was. Yeah. Like, oh, and then for some reason you got angry about TikTokers who can't crip walk or something. Yeah, they're doing the Charleston Five Thousand, and you can't. And a and a rant about um Europeans abandoning their independent um like like their uh what was it um their eth- un- unique ethnicities yeah to be in club white. Yeah. Uh, there, there, a tangent happened and the recording got messed up, <laughs> and I, I'm sad it's gone. And that's why it's like I wish I was always recording. I mean, yeah. You never know when a hot one's coming. Don't worry, I'm sure Siri's still listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, Sneezy Poop. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, so these um, striking Alabama miners, they're done oh. playing nice. Yes, yes. ma'am. Um, right, so this was about the Alabama, I think you said somebody named Matt asked us yes. to cover this story. So And follow on Twitter. Right. So what? Something else that got lost in the recording was I was going to say Matt or anyone else who wants to know a lot more about the Alabama minor strike, you should follow at Grim Kim, that is spelled exactly how it sounds, on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> their name is Kim Kelly, and she um, is a writer for Teen Vogue. But she's down there, and I think she, like they just live in that area, and so they're um, doing a lot of uh, like almost like daily updates about the miners in Alabama. So if you wanted to know more about it, follow Grim Kim on Twitter. And I'm realizing I I, I, I feel the tangent like bubbling up naturally again. So I realize <laughs> why try to recreate the tangent because it does just come from what we said. Where I'm about to be like, well, how's it spelled? How's and then it comes to the e y or the e, and then I'm gonna be like, how many ways you gonna spell Stephanie? Yeah. Yes, and that's exactly how it started. <laughs> And then it's about landlord scrap and some stupid fucking hole in the backyard. Yes. Two no. or three fucking holes. Man, we... Just goofy shit. We have time to get it together. And we shall. All we right, shall. uh... Let's uh, let's get down to the getting down. Yes. Yep, I'm just... I'm checking you out too, man. Oh, Once okay. more. Oh, you're still checking decibels? I All see. right. You are lovely and pretty lady good. Oh, thank you. All right, that so- was a- Incredibly articulate compliment. Thank you. You're darn right. You've been right. For Jesus. Oh, wow. That striking Alabama miners are done playing nice. Um, and this article is up by Jacob Morrison, July 9th. All right. This here year of our Lord, 2021. Mm-hmm. And a quote on one of the signs, the article begins with, um, you ain't working tonight out there in Brookwood. And that's on the, uh, uh, oh, one of the picket line chants, not the sign. Uh, you ain't working here tonight. I don't know how that would flow. Hey, hey, ho, ho, you ain't working here tonight. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um, uh, that was one of the picket Maybe it's lines. just a bunch of dudes just collectively just saying, you ain't working here tonight. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I be trying to, yeah. You, it could you, also just be that. Right, I'm trying to black it up. I'm like, and if someone gets drums, and who's on the beatbox? <laughs> uh, that was one of the picket line chants heard June 15th as several hundred members of the United Mine Workers of America, UMWA, 
All right, United Mine Workers with Attitude and uh, their allies attempted, uh, and their allies, they attempted to block uh, strike breakers from entering the Warrior Met coal mine. Oh, that, yeah. You ain't scabs. working tonight. Fucking scabs, man. Yep, well, let's see. The next uh, paragraph begins with with tank tops that read scab bullies. <laughs> Wait, I'm fucking up the decibels. Don't laugh that close to the microphone, Uncle Billy. Get your shit together. <laughs> with tank tops that read scab bullies, supporters stood shoulder to shoulder with miners while police pleaded for protesters to move their trucks. No one would claim the vehicles. <laughs> Please tell me that's not actually, that's not what it says. That's not what it says. It's been verbatim the whole time. How do I add my commentary to this? I have have nothing to complain about. All right, read that line again. I'm I'm laughing myself into a headache here. This is going to be a short episode because granddad, he's going to need some bacitracin or whatever it is Negroes get when we get old. Uh, Fucking... With tank tops that read scab bullies, supporters stood shoulder to shoulder with the miners while police pleaded for protesters to move their trucks. No one would claim the vehicles. We continue. Um, mm-hmm. a, this is a quote from one of the piggy boys. Uh, well, you know what? Piggy person. Yes. All right. Piggy person. Yeah. I'm not a misogynist. I just hate cops. All right, and it's name doesn't have to be gender. But like, picky person. Like, do we have to call them people? Ha! Yeah. What the hell? That's like a mixed metaphor or something. Smart people say. Uh, fucking. And they said, "Uh, who's in charge?" And uh, a an answer from Hayden Wright, the president of the Women's Auxiliary Unit. Everyone. And um, and that's an auxiliary unit, a close knit group of union members, um, wives and supporters. They uh, also said, "quote We are the UMWA, United. Um, was that uh, mine workers with attitude? <laughs> okay, it's actually um, workers of America. <laughs> this is serious. Yes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> but fuck, I have nothing to complain about here. Yes." Yeah. Uh, police eventually towed the vehicles. You fucking pigs. I have something to complain about now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait. So the tow truck company, then they, okay. So next time, can they see if they can get with the tow truck company and be like, hey, just be like, hey, I got too many calls. I got a lot of stuff to do. I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Tell the tow truck company, tell the, tell the police that. Ah, I'm being, um, Antifa got me. Antifa got me. <laughs> Maybe? Because, yeah, because I don't know, because then, like, they'd probably arrest the tow truck drivers for, I don't know, something. Get a bail fund together. Wine Cellar Media will put 50 bucks on it. I mean, I'm here for that. Eh? Hey, come on. Get with the tow truck <laughs> drivers, right? And a- a- <laughs> as men say to boys, the worst they could do is say no. Yeah. So walk up to them and take their time. Yeah. In the name of labor. <laughs> I mean, they're working too. 
<laughs> I see him. That shit. I don't want to do no damn tow truck driving. You think I want to hook up, hook, uh, hook up shit to a car and then bring that car up a slope? You know how clumsy I am? I make errors. No, I don't want to do that. I'm damn glad somebody else, like, has the skill, the wherewithal, and, like, the fucking willingness to, like, do that shit. While someone else is like, I'm glad that guy is getting up on the skyjack to fucking clean that electrical outlet. Because I'm not going up there. Yeah. Yeah. So workers work for workers. Uh, <clears throat> Sounds like mutual aid. I don't know. Hey. Workers work for workers. Sounds like mutual aid. But, but Busy Bone could make that sound really good. Way better than <laughs> I could. Give it to Busy Bone. Um, so the piggies eventually uh, towed the vehiculars, uh, but the standoff would last for hours. One miner offered a simple explanation. Quote, this playing nice shit ain't cutting it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> ain't got much to complain about. <laughs> um, the picket line had grown contentious before in May, uh, about two months after the strike began. Tuscaloosa police arrested 11 leaders. Wait, what? what? Yes, ma'am. You said in May, two months after the strike began? Yep. So it's been going on. Wow. So we we, we, we had a car crash shortly before that. Yeah, (laughs) we did. But things were going wrong. Yeah, I've been seeing it in recent weeks. I didn't realize it was like like six months old now. Like there's why that is a fucking dedicated strike. Right. Yeah. Alabama. I'd love to see it actually. Shit. Tell them bring their ass up here. Get to get go, like bring that energy to these fucking packaging plants in Michigan. Yes. I'll rock with you. It's yeah. not like I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh continuing. Uh, the Tuscaloosa piggies arrested 11 leaders of the UMWA and the Alabama AFL AFL dash CIO. I don't see what do those letters stand for. Can you get to Googling? AFL CIO. Yes, ma'am. Why do I um, not feel like I know that one? Because of your echo chambers. Uh, for blo- I'm I always answer rhetorical questions uh, for blocking one of the mine's 12 entrances. Uh, they all spent the night in jail, and according to the union, yes, ma'am. American Federation of Labor and Congress of, in- of Industrial Organizations. Bing, bang, blank. It is the largest federation of unions in the United States, made of 55 national and international unions together. Hmm. All right. So maybe, like, um, leftist YouTubers uh, should go on there and, um, and, and maybe get some reparations for all this cancel culture. I mean... Maybe. Maybe mm. justice. <laughs> all right, so that's the folks, the AFL-CIO, for blocking one of the mine's 12 entrances. They all spent the night in jail, according to the union, were given. They are rocking the commas on this thing. I am like, where does the sentence end? <laughs> um, if, they are, if they are arrested again, they will be held until trial. Um, along with threats from police, uh, striking miners have faced other attacks, including three separate vehicular assaults in June, Damn. in which drivers plowed into UMWA picketers. Hmm. Alabama on the Alabama crime. It, it, like, I, I, I like, I gotta wonder, like, 
just because of where it is, like if I walk up and talk to one of these folks, they're probably not going to be too progressive on some issues. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you don't realize these other folks over here, like your fellow white man doesn't actually give the fuck about you that the overall supremacy claims he does. Right, exactly. Yeah, white exactly. supremacy be fooling y'all into thinking y'all got some damn solidarity. Mm-hmm. Jeez, the liber- that's why the libertarians think they're so damn woke. Like, they, they have at least realized that, oh, fuck, no one cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Mm. That's true. Um, uh, so, along with the threats, uh, so here's a quote. Warrior met personnel, either management or non-union workers, have repeatedly struck our members who were engaging in legal picket line activities with their vehicles. Uh, That quote is from the president of the UMWA International, uh, Cecil. Oh, that might be Cecil. Yeah, C-E-C-I-L. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing the name Cecilia. Oh. (laughs) Uh, So that is uh, Cecil E. Roberts. And and that was in a June 7th statement. Uh, Further quote, uh, quoting, We have members in casts. (laughs) We have members in the hospital. We have members who are concerned about their families and potential of violence against them if they come to the picket line. End quote. Right? And you got one, like, um, damn. It it makes me want to fucking, like, come back to this, right? Like, after recording, like, turn the mics off Mm -hmm. and look for more of these stories. I want to know, like, were these drivers arrested? What are their charges? Were they just Mm -hmm. never found? That'd be interesting if these drivers were never found. And it's like, but see, here I am pontificating, but I don't actually know. I mean, that seems like a logical, um like assumption though (laughs) that you know so what what up yeah oh that like these drivers are not going to be found or prosecuted because if police are like because now the same police who are um towing their pickup trucks and arresting them are the same police investigating them getting hit by a car i go maybe i guess (laughs) man this shit's a little funny style oh I'm, I'm, I'm being nosy, folks, looking out the window like, oh, look, the uh, the, the, na- the neighbor is home. Oh. All right. I, I look forward to not interacting again. Introverts unite in separate <laughs> basements. <laughs> they do. I, I, I literally be coming out of our basement while um, that person is going in theirs. I almost, I almost assumed gender. Oh. Watch okay. out there, player. I'm sharp. I'm on it. I'm Al Sharpton. What? Uh, continuing with the article, um, the work, uh, the work stoppage, which follows the months long campaign to unionize Amazon warehouse workers and nearby Bessemer. It, I'm going with Bessemer and nearby Bessemer is one of the country's most significant mining strikes in decades mm-hmm. on April 1st, on April 1st, on April 1st. Upward of 1,100 workers walked off the job as their contact with Warrior Met expired. And then I got a light rain notification starting in 20 minutes. Okay. Um, uh, the The union reached a tentative agreement with management a week later. But rank and file members rejected it, hmm. claiming it failed to address demands for better uh, demands for better hours and wages. The miners remained on strike. 
So unions tried to do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And the system said, no, no, no. Yep. That's that up north city soy boy shit. I wonder if we're going to see a resurgence of unions. Maybe. Maybe. I think with the kind of violence that, that, hell, I I can't even say the violence of the past. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. These trucks coming through, hitting now. mm, I don't know. We saw Occupy Wall Street. We yeah. saw Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, we see, we see what cracks, right? Hell, you were at a, a slut walk, right? Yeah. The, the pigs are bringing the fascism down on motherfucking slut walk, nigga. God yeah. damn. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Shit. So, uh, no. No, no. It, it does not get better. I do, and <sighs> I, ho- I hope to holy hell more young people tune into this show. Please, I am the old person I will not bullshit you on any level, like on that, like where I say it won't get better. Like I'll also, I'll, I'll, I'll kick the shit with your young person, and I won't, I won't be goofy about it. Like I'll say penis, vagina, <laughs> like, like I'm not one of those people where it's gonna be like, oh, so were you doing the deed? I'm gonna be like, oh, well. Was everyone comfortable with this sexual contact? Like, I'm not <laughs> going to bullshit you, young. Far more important question, actually. Yeah, right. Hey, HPV vaccines. Everyone's in the game. Yes. Right. I learned that from Phoenix Collider, but now that I know that, I say that now. Right. I'm only a couple months in on that one. Look at how much shit I don't know. Now think about guys that aren't me. Ugh. All right. Uh, <laughs> It was it was the sound effect that did it for me. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Jesus, this <laughs> uh, party on here. Um, when the UMWA signed its most recent contract in 2016, it agreed to significant concessions <laughs> to save the jobs of workers laid off by the mine's previous owners. Now, it says 2016, which could be anywhere in the year. Mm-hmm. But even if it was the first month of 2017, it was under an administration. Hmm. Continuing. Um, and so uh, it agreed to significant concessions to save jobs of workers laid off by the mine's previous owners, uh, Jim Walter Resources. And, and this was with the understanding that new management would eventually reward workers for their sacrifice. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Investing is only for <clears throat> investors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, uh, geez, that, that hit so hard I lost my space in the paragraph. Uh, reward them for their sacrifice. Um, uh, sacrifice, sacrifice. Uh, those concessions included an average wage cut of six motherfucking damn dollars. Holy shit! And that's cutting from twenty-eight dollars an hour down to twenty-two dollars an hour. And I'll say again, right? I'll, I'll I, I say this shit out loud because it should be said. Uh, what I walked away from at the mandatory seven-day workweek factory was uh, 18 bucks an hour. It was, uh, what, 17.92, I think it was that, mm-hmm. but 18 bucks. At 18 bucks an hour, when there's no overtime, no weekends, right, no clocking early, in and out, none of that, straight 40, mm-hmm. the check is $516 after taxes. 
Now, 22 is only four up from 18. Mm -hmm. Like, need a thriving wage, not a living wage. Thriving wage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, oh, damn. It, the, it, it only gets better. So, again, those concessions included an average wage cut of $6 from 28 an hour to 22 an hour. Mm -hmm. It also included mandatory seven-day work weeks, mm -hmm. loss of overtime pay, and perhaps most crucially, an end to full healthcare coverage. Wow. Gaston. Uh, I, yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, I don't even fucking... I have things I, to complain about, don't I? Oh yeah, I, that just like that's so fucking evil. So you took away their health and their health insurance and cut their pay and mandatory seven day work weeks, but not overtime pay for those mandatory seven day work weeks. <clears throat> yeah, I'm glad they're on strike. All right, um, so let's see. We have a quote um, again from Jim. Uh, not not no oh, Jesus Christ. No Jim Walter Resources is the name of the company. Uh, this is another quote from uh, from the union leader, Roberts. Um, Our members are the reason Warrior Met even exists today. They, um, they made the sacrifices to bring this company out of bankruptcy, end quote. Um, continuing, while cheaper and greener alternatives threaten the coal industry, companies like uh, Warrior Met whose coal is used in the um, in the production of steel, enjoy a uh, measure of security. Warrior Met reported a net loss of $21.4 in the first quarter of 2021. But CEO Walter and J... And there it is. I was like, okay, yeah, but how much does the CEO make? Let's find out. I don't see a number coming up. Uh, but the CEO, uh, Walter J. Scheller III... Tell me intergenerational wealth don't ain't real, right? And I'm telling you, again, is he sharing that with his white brethren in the name of white supremacy where we're all white supremacists together? Hey, we're all, you're a white supremacist just like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have coal lung. I mean, that's good, like, because you're so white, some of you had to be black. Hey, am I right? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're all white supremacists, bro. Oh, oh Jesus. God. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I, I don't think it's even funny. I, I'm trying I, to. <laughs> I, yeah, I just like. <clears throat> how. I just don't understand how folks are still not seeing it. And it's like, why are you. We, come on, just stop being like a bigot. And we can all work together and it would be amazing. And we would have things and money and time and freedom. But. No. So, Walter J. Scheller III Great. Mm -hmm. uh, says the company is strongly capitalized and well-positioned to restart our growth trajectory. Okay. <laughs> End quote. Um, after the pandemic and, is, uh, and says he is negotiating in good faith. Um, it continues. I mean, again, <laughs> cutting that that much of the salary and then mandatory seven day work weeks and no health insurance doesn't sound like good faith. I'm just saying. 
And um, just to reset, because um, this is essentially just going to be an episode, um, this website is uh, InTheseTimes.com. The article is uh, by Jacob Morrison, and it is on Wine Cellar Media, brought to my attention uh, at the request of Miggity 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 Matt Daddy at, uh, at Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. That's how you pronounce their name, correct? No, it's just Matt. I'm pretty sure it's just Matt. So you're telling me their name is not Miggity, 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 Matt, Daddy? Matt. Maybe even Matthew. Matthew, Daddy? No. (laughs) That just sounds like one of our dot coms. MatthewDaddy.com. Oh, no. Just some guy yelling, don't you know who my father is until you say your safe word. <laughs> so, Megan McCain's website? Maybe. Yeah, let's let's see. <laughs> no, I'm not going. <laughs> All right. All right. Brief, brief, brief break. Uh, yeah, just a reset. Um, all right. So, uh, Skippy Flip Boop Bop Ba Dibble Do. Back to where we were. There's the women's auxiliary. Oh, wait. Ah, oh, darn it to heck, we were getting to the end of the article. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, yes. Damn, all right, uh, so let, let's see. So, yeah, we're, we're getting toward the close then. Um, so, meanwhile, strikers uh, are struggling. The UMWA has provided members with, uh, with weekly payments of $350, but that's a fraction of their lost salaries. Uh, Roberts estimates the strike costs the union more than $1 million per week. Wow. Uh, so to supply these payments, the UMWA created a strike fund. Mm-hmm. All right, mutual aid funding, right? Get a, get a pot. Um, a strike fund that has directed hundreds of thousands of doll hairs in donations from other unions and groups directly to the miners. Um, and then in parentheses, this article has full disclosure. Uh, North Alabama Area Labor Council, of which the author is secretary treasurer, mm-hmm. has contributed to the fund. Okay. And now I want to go back up and say their name again. <laughs> um, Jacob Morrison. All right. uh, J-A-C-O-B-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N. Jacob Morrison. All right, the author of this here article. <clears throat> All right, so uh, continuing towards the uh, closeout here, um, the women's auxiliary pantry has collected uh, ten, and that's pantry, so that's a uh, uh, good eatings. Um, the women's auxiliary pantry has collected tens of thousands of dollars more. Um, local markets have also allowed the unit to purchase bulk groceries at wholesale for minors and their familia. Nice. Uh, this here's a quote from Braxton Wright. Um, minors have always been their brother's caper. They've always stuck together as a group, even outside of work. End quote. And Braxton Wright is a longtime UMWA member and Hayden's husband. Um, Hayden. Uh, oh, that's probably pronounced Hayden. I'm my bad, folks. It, I I be thinking I, I I know white <laughs> names and then they 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 get me. Uh, uh, Hayden sees the strike as part of a bigger struggle. Quote: 
we know about Blair Mountain. We know about Mother Jones. We know about Harlan, and we know it takes, and we know what it takes to move a company. That's hard for people to understand if they have never been a part of this. End quote. Uh, 14 miners clad in camo print UMWA t-shirts uh, took the flight, took the fight to Wall Street on June 22nd to protest three hedge funds and substantial stakes in Warrior Met. Three hedge funds with substantial stakes in Warrior Met. <clears throat> so like people that um that own shares mm-hmm. of the uh, the coal company. Yeah. Right. For clarification. Right. And also just for clarification for myself. <laughs> right. Because as I say that I'm looking Phoenix in the eye like, yes, am I doing good, boss? <laughs> Tell me I does a good job for you, boss. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so um, these miners, they uh, they uh, they had substantial stakes in uh, Warrior Met. Um, uh, BlackRock Fund Advisors, BlackRock, so coal, mm-hmm. um, and uh, State Street Global Advisors and Renaissance Technologies. Those are the names of the uh, hedge funds. Once again, BlackRock Fund Advisors, State Street Global Advisors, and Renaissance Technologies. What a weird oxymoron. Hmm? Did you say State Street Global? Yes, the State Street Global Advisors, though. Because State Street is always, like, some quaint little town. It's right by Main Street. There's State Street, but then also Global. All right, fine. So that's Lowell, Michigan? Ugh. Uh, uh, So, uh, but the the union, um, they blame these these folks for, uh, for the stalled talks. Among others, uh, labor leaders uh, Sarah Nelson, who is the president of the uh, Association of uh, Flight Attendants, uh, they marched alongside them as well. Their battle cry remained the same. No contract, no coal. And there is a correction added as well. A previous version of this article incorrectly stated that Stuart Applebaum, president of the Retail Wholesale Department, uh, store union was uh, present at the June 22nd march. Applebaum did not attend the march. Now this is outside of the article, but um, this uh, these seem like they're probably some legit folks and recommended to us from a uh, Wine Cellar Media Patreon subscriber. So in addition, in, um, in sort of a red splash on your screen, they have a Did You Know as the header. And then it says, uh, many nonprofits have uh, seen a big dip in support in the first part of 2021. And here at In These Times, uh, donation income has fallen by more than 20% compared to last year. For a lean publication like ours, a drop in support like that is a big deal. After everything that happened in 2020, We don't blame anyone for wanting to take a break from the news, but the underlying causes of the overlapping cries that occurred last year remain, and we are not out of the woods yet. The good news is that progressive media is now more influential and important than ever, but we have a very small window to make a change. At a moment when um, so much is at stake, Having access to independent, informed political journalism is critical. 
to help get in these times back on track, we've set a goal to bring in 500 new donors by July 31st. Will you be one of them? Alright, so I better just go ahead and link this gosh darn thing. Because I figured I'd better go ahead. Because I noticed, like, as you're reading it, you're like, I might want to go ahead and just, like, plug the website more so than our own shit at the close of this one. Mm -hmm. Alright. And uh, thank you from the uh, Patreon subscriber over there. Uh, an individual uh, um, whom, to my understanding, is the miggity 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 matt daddy no matt cox matthew cox oh okay on the patreon i know who that is on twitter indeedly do neighborino all right so uh damn yeah that's its own episode 40 minutes (laughs) yeah yeah so that that uh, that'll be that this will be this and maybe we can record a little more just because we're pissed coming in there it looks like i just might be all right folks um let's get into some uh, messed up business in father Teresa's wine cellar we believe all oppression is intersectional and this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. I am the hip-hop socialist. WineCellarMedia.com. Man, we are up and or functioning in <laughs> some sort of business. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, so homophobic um, uh, propaganda is ramping up towards uh, black people as if there wasn't already like we're westernized, we're right. homophobic right along with the society we were um, integrated into. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, so. This uh this story coming off of pinknews.co.uk. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Indeed. So, um, yeah, it took me a second longer because I was looking for trying to find clarification. I haven't found it yet, but we'll see as the story goes. Um, so three people have been charged for horrifically abusing a 12-year-old boy because he quote unquote did gay shit. Whatever that even means. Coupled right. with anti-intellectualism. Yes. 
Which is always like, that's... You say gay shit, but like, that, what does that mean? You know, it's, it's such a vague fucking term. I hate it. Yeah, right. Um. It's uh, all the way from gesticulation mm-hmm. to walking mm-hmm. or like, see, again, like, imagine if I was around these fucks when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. like playing Mortal Kombat. I like to play the girl character mm-hmm. or shit like that. And here they come. That's that gay shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, Jordan Gerard Richards Nkwanko, 18, uh, Lorkayla Jamia Spencer, 19, and Brittany Monique Mills, 35, 35 and fucking bullying a 12-year-old, have been charged with cruelty to children by the Atlanta Police Department over a shocking video. Richards Nkwanko is also facing an additional charge of battery after striking the child on film, according to police. The boy's mother reportedly uploaded the video footage... So she uploaded the video footage of adults slapping, shoving, and verbally abusing the boy, uh, who has been named as Tyler, to an Instagram Live in June. In the video, the assailants say that they are punishing Tyler for doing gay shit and also shaved the word gay into the side of his head. Shaved the word gay into the side of his fucking head. Mm. Yeah, the, the video sent shockwaves through Georgia's LGBTQ community, with many expressing anger and sadness at the treatment of the 12-year-old boy. Tyler was taken into protective care as soon as authorities were able to identify who he was. In a statement that issued following the rest, uh, Atlanta police said that they were pleased they had able, been able to track down the assailants and charge them. Uh, the Atlanta Police Department said in a statement, quote, The behavior in the social media post was difficult to watch and is absolutely unacceptable. We are appreciative of the number of people who flagged this case with us and for those who provided information on the location where it took place. Our investigators worked very hard to identify those involved and gather evidence needed to place each behind bars, and we are thankful for their work. Uh, Sergeant Sergeant John Chafee said that the footage, when you see someone you know, I have a child, and when you see a young person being abused like this, it's so unnecessary. He added, a lot of work goes into the background of these cases because we don't want to just say, okay, this is the person and I'm going to go ahead and charge them. We've got to present evidence in court. Otherwise, our charges mean nothing. Reading police quotes is annoying as shit, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, you're just saying the fucking lines. It's horrible. Memorized. That's terrible. Uh, There was a wave of backlash in June when the video first appeared on social media with community groups and local activists expressing horror at the mistreatment of Tyler. Um, this is has nothing to do with the story. Some guy who's running for city council got involved for some reason because he's gay. That doesn't really. It's not about you though. I don't care about you. <laughs> uh, so let me skip past that. Well, while um, literally while they're running. Yeah, like yeah, he stopped to see the family while he's running because and it was saying because he had similar experiences because he was gay. There's like five paragraphs about him in here. Oh my god! And like that's fine that you're gay and you should talk about that, but not in this story. Uh, This is what I really wanted to get to because I was because I remember the first time I read it, I was getting annoyed by hearing uh, about everyone who was running and the cops and not the story. So I almost didn't make it to the bottom, but I finally made it to the last paragraph, and I am glad I did because. Are you ready for it? This is how abuse works. Before Tyler was removed from his family's care, another video was uploaded to the same Instagram account that showed him saying he was good with what had happened to him. He said, my brother and them, they didn't really abuse me. They were just showing me like, you need to stop doing that. 
Here we fucking go. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and and you see, and, and so this was a little boy, right? 12? 12. Well, you see how little Nas X is influencing him by having that video? Oh, yeah. All the little boys want to be gay now. Mm-hmm. It's your immediate surroundings, you dipshits, like uh, Scotty Reed and, well, all the... God, there, there's... Uh, black conservatives are fucking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And horrific ideologically. Yeah, it's awful. But, yeah, you were going to talk about Tariq, I think, no? Or... Yeah, because, um, like... That, like, there's the homophobia is already there, and Tariq Nasheed has this ahistorical ass buck breaking DVD out, which it really it's Freudian. It plays off the fucking um the Freudian teachings, as it were, of uh, wacky Welsing. Um, you can call that individual Doctor Francis Cress Welsing if you uh, if you want to. I don't respect her. I call her wacky Welsing. Even in death, I still call her wacky Welsing. I don't care. And um, <clears throat> she just really got in making her silly ass book the ISIS papers mm-hmm. where she basically just imagines a world where everything is symbolic of genitals I'm sorry isn't she a Freudian trained Freudian. you say yes <laughs> yes yes and she'll she says it it's not like that I didn't I didn't like oh dig up the government white papers she says the shit in interviews I was trained under Freud well I, I can't do an impression of her but imagine um Herbert from that old cartoon Family Guy, if they're still putting out material, and uh, fucking she sounds like them, and uh, like it, that's something yeah. Phoenix pointed out to me, and I was like, oh my god, that's in my head now. And she does, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, because it, yeah, she openly says it and is proud of it that she's proud that she's trained in you know that sort of the Freudian theory, so. Yeah. And where everything is about sex. <laughs> yeah. So. so every, like, we've played it before, and really I think we should again, like, like, when I was thinking about the idea of doing, like, um, like syndicated episodes, it really could just be syndicated topics. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go over Francis Quest Welsing describing how every single sport, the, um, the sports equipment represents genitals. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, little white golf balls, big brown basketballs, right, big black bowling balls, little white baseballs, big brown footballs. She's so into that that <laughs> weird nonsense. <laughs> but then weird. it's like, okay, but fucking volleyballs are kind of big too. And then I mean, I see. And how easy would it be to grift these people, right? Because uh-huh. I could be like, but look at what the biggest ball is, though, family. The beach ball, and what color is that? Homo gay pride colors. Yeah, that would be a super easy grift. Yep. Oh my goodness, with these people. Yeah. And yeah, like, and nah, correlation, causation. No, I I have big doubts that these people are Wellsing followers, or that they probably had um, you know, a a, a hand on Tariq Nasheed's DVD. He has a niche audience, mm-hmm. and they all just... The, the reason why Tariq Nasheed is a millionaire is because his very small audience, mm-hmm. they all literally buy every single thing he makes. Yeah. And know. also, he doesn't make anything, actually. That exact same audience, 
he crowdfunds from them for the raw materials. Yep. And then the finished product sells back to that same audience. Mm-hmm. It's a very insular community, but sometimes his ideas spread. Yeah. But I will be talking about Kevin Samuels more than him, but this story is about that homophobia. Yeah. And, um, and that shit, they could end up getting their hands on that buck breaking shit or what that 12 year old does. Yeah. Or even just the rhetoric around it because now more people are talking about it as if the DVD tells any truth. Right. But I think that's also um, just one of those things where like, even though he has a very sort of niche audience um, and community, but uh, the fact that enough people exist to make him a millionaire who are already on board with his ideas kind of gives like an implication of like, okay, so... What was your upbringing like that you think Tariq is a guy who makes sense and has good ideas? Yeah. Like, what are you coming from? And that you shit, know? it made him a blue check on Twitter, like, because his audience is so loyal. And I saw where, like, so when he does stuff, like, people don't know what the fuck he says on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, and people don't want to hear it because it's boring, right? Like, you're, you're a normal person. Normal people don't want to sit and listen to podcasts. Oh. weirdos like me. Oh, I don't think, he, well, I, Tariq, I don't think is boring. I just, like, you're lying. That's not right. That's not true. <laughs> like, I guess that was, that's why I hate listening to him. But no, no yeah, he, but, I like, think he's, uh, yeah. I, but he'll get on Twitter and, like, he'll make yeah. the same basic post that everyone else is making, like, Hey, these uh these police murders, they need to stop and the Democrats aren't doing anything about it. And like a leftist like Jimmy Dore, who I've seen do it, will see that and be like, oh hey, hey, this guy gets it. He yep. sees that the Democrats aren't doing anything about this, and Dow Jimmy Dore retweets that. Right. And now you got leftists of whom we already have a misogyny problem with. Mm-hmm. Leftist following Tariq Nasheed, and now he's in their news feed. And leftist, uh, I'm gonna keep saying the same words because I want it to stick. Leftist, of whom with we already have a misogyny problem, are going to see Tariq Nasheed talking about Negro bed wenches. Mm-hmm. All right, Pro- that's a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, and and leftists should know who Tariq is at this point because. Um, for a while, he was trying to beef with um, Joy Gray. Yeah, Brianna Joy Gray, and yeah. was calling her a bedwench. She did a whole episode and, about her. Yeah, and a bunch of white people who like knew who Brianna was <laughs> were like, "What's going on?" Like, because there was like a whole discourse of like, "Do we come in and say something?" Because it's two black people arguing, or like, what do we do? But yeah, it was so you know, leftists should know who he is, and yet you know somehow. He just won't go away. Yeah. And the rhetoric keeps spreading because it's rooted in that type of homophobia and misogyny and, you know. I mean, if you stop whining about cancel culture all day, like, there are still actual issues going on. Yeah. You might want to know that. Yeah. All right. So that, that... Yeah, that's just really, I don't know, the whole story is just really sad to me about the little boy. Yeah. Just because, like, I've read so many stories like that and it's honestly wild to me, like... The, parano- the the paranoia of having a gay child, but also just, like, it's always the most, um, like, ridiculous, benign thing. Like, they just move their hand a certain way that one time, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God! Like, like as if, like, one gesture or one, you know, whatever is, like, uh, determining that a child is gay like that. That's all it took to, to do this? Like, it's wild. I don't know. 
know. Yeah, it's up. it's fucking shitty, man. WineSolarMedia.com, uh, Patreon.com slash WineSolarMediaFund. Yes. Uh, PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Yes. Uh, the uh, the Venmo is at WineSolarMedia, which I got to check that. I'm working on the Venmo trying to make it more like, I want to be one of the professional people. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm working on that, but yeah, it is uh, at WineSolarMedia. Um, and yeah, I think about the kids just like you did. And uh, one of the first things I think is I don't have enough square feet to house them all. Yeah. I can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like I, I need, I need to grift something so I can buy the block and fucking house it. Some fucking Honestly, like what if we just sold out for like two years, like straight up sold out and just brought all the money back. Right. We sound so less jokey when we say that now. Like, I mean, seven oh years God. ago, that was hilarious. <laughs> what? Sell out. <laughs> and now it's like. Yeah, but what if we could buy a couple of houses by each other and we could have like a little leftist community? What if we just sold out for like two years? That's why I I, I kind of hate the black multimillionaire class. You fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. You went out and bought a Whew. few mansions and but you didn't fucking. I mean, buy the houses and sell them back to niggas at low prices. Right. Shit, or even at market value, fine. Yeah, if you must, because it's fine. still lower than rent, right? God damn, y'all niggas could have created intergenerational black wealth, and then imagine how your profile is gonna be raised. You think mm-hmm. niggas aren't gonna go buy your next album, right? Nigga, you bought the hood houses. Mm-hmm. Nigga, we're getting the album, the bumper stickers, the lunchbox. It's going mm-hmm. down, and don't forget. We have more money to do so because the mortgage is lower than the rent. Wasn't this a story about homophobia? It was. It's over. I'm tangenting. <laughs> 930 I mean, p.m. Where would it be without a good tangent? Good <laughs> Christ. Oh, 9.43 p.m. All right. So, um, folks, I do have the part-time gig. So I uh, go with these folks called Swept Away, and they do... Uh, sanitation services at a GM plant and so uh, Friday morning, Saturday and Sunday I'm going to go there and do that and um, the house seems to be enough of a functioning machine that Monday morning I can actually get up and just come in here first Mm -hmm. right? That's my idea come in here first because I can just do that and then the sun comes up it gets to what people, I guess, is considered a decent hour. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I can fire up the weed whacker and make all that <laughs> noise in the yard. Yes. Right? But now the yard is a little more sane, so I'm not going to do nine hours in the yard. Right. <laughs> Those are some days. You saw how I was sweating. Yeah. I was, I was about to make something about how it's a war of northern aggression the way I was. <laughs> 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 yeah, get that shit done, come back. Yeah, like now I can really fucking use the month of August to really beta test uh, wine cellar full-time. Full-time wine cellar, part-time work. That would be the shit if it works well. Yeah. If it doesn't work well, then I just got to go do full-time work and then just do part-time wine. Like what I was doing before. You know, because I do want to get to a position. I can't guarantee that we'll get there, but I'm trying to where when the snow gets really real mm-hmm. and we know those fucking Michigan snow plows just told us to go <laughs> fuck ourselves years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't go to work then. I'm Fine. Work. Yeah, just, oh, I'm putting in my two weeks notice. Why fucking unsafe driving conditions? I literally just can't come in. <laughs> 
Uh, really? That's your re- Yeah, it sure is. But I'm putting in my two weeks notice and fucking leaving on a positive note. Mm-hmm. I did my part. Mm-hmm. I'll be back when it melts. I'll be back when it melts. Yeah, so I am hoping to get myself in a position of 60 days. Fuck that. And again... The mortgage is cheaper than the rent. Mm-hmm. WineCellarMedia dot the mortgage is cheaper than the rent. <laughs> let me go ahead and turn off the old uh, face booze live. Okay. And let me go ahead and get rid of that audio. Hurt cold. 